The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by Unity.org. Discover the transformative power of inner voice, a tarot deck of affirmations. Explore your true self, seek guidance, and find empowerment through ancient wisdom and modern insight. To learn more, visit go.unity.org forward slash tarot. Align and Awaken with Mother Earth Rising Podcast. Let's rise and heal together with me, Pippa, your Mother Earth Healer. Hello guys, welcome back. So today I've got my special guest on, Chris, my partner, my twin flame, my world, my everything. And we wanted to talk to you today about what it is to be in a twin flame relationship, as we've mentioned on a previous episode, but as well how it's not always, you know, roses and, you know, happy times. 99% of the time it is, but real life, we have to remember that twin flames are here to trigger each other, they're here to mirror each other, and they're here to teach each other. So we wanted to do this, didn't we, Chris, because we've just had a little bit of a tiff at the weekend, which was um, kind of strange for us both. But I want to just talk to the listeners about it and just be like, it's normal, like these things are normal. No, it's... Yeah, like you said, ninety. I mean, I was like 99.9% of the time. It's been amazing. And for us to have a fallout is rare. I mean, we, we counted it. It was like our third fallout or our fourth fallout or since our whole relationship began over well over a year ago. And it was, you know, the, the whole time we spent in England, there was no thought of like being angry or, you know, there was nothing Pip could do or did that bothered me ever. And it was just, we were in perfect harmony and then now with the separation, it, it's really impacted us um, in, in a positive way that we're learning to cope with it and deal with it, but also, you know, understanding the energy between us and, and what it means being a twin flame, because it's, it's challenging. It is challenging that we're going to talk about. It is. And I think we both deal with it differently as well. It's, we both need different things. We both deal with it in different ways. And for the listeners who are watching or who are listening, it's, it is about riding with it though. It's like when something like this happens, it's not just thinking, oh, and then just moving on from it. It's actually sitting with it and going, what is this teaching me? What is the lesson here? What is my ego trying to say? Because, you know, every time we have these out of these four tips we've but we've both dropped into ego we've both just had that defense mechanism that we've we've learned over our whole life so we wanted to just kind of talk to you today about being in a twin flame relationship and how amazing it is when we're in the physical form but then when we're actually separated it takes work because mm-hmm. i think it as well as being in a twin flame relationship it's the it's it's being in a normal relationship as well. Like whatever, whatever relationship you're in listening, it's, it does take commitment and work and not just kind of like going, Oh, well, whatever. It's just mm-hmm. sitting with those emotions, sitting with why did that trigger me sitting with what the ego was saying and how I dealt with it and how I felt after it. So 
for you, Chris, I know we spoke about this personally, but for the listeners, what would be something that you would advise and encourage them to do when they're in separation and when, say, they they kind of got a separation coming up? So what can they do to prepare for it? Yeah, and just to give some background to people that don't know, I am in New Zealand and Pip's in the UK. And this was something we anticipated uh, months ago of us separating. And it's been over a month now that we've been separated since I got here, barely squeaked in through the border and we couldn't get legally, by the way, you know, I, you know, I, I got an exemption to come in, did my two week quarantine and we couldn't get Pip with me. And so we're in this separation right now in the midst of a pandemic and we don't know when we're going to be reunited. I think that's, that's really the hard part of this whole experience for me, but in preparing, I was just so, we were in such harmony in our relationship when we were together in the UK. I didn't anticipate this energetic split that we've had. I didn't anticipate just the, the lack of motivation, the emptiness, the, you know, what is going on? Why do I feel this way? I was just so perfect two weeks ago. I know I'm going to see Pip again. I know we're, you know, we're going to, we're going to get married and, and do all the great things we're going to do in life. And it was just like this emptiness. And so what we're working on. So in, to, to answer your question with a separation coming up for a couple, you know, you and I have now planned, we're like, okay, why are we, we should have planned this before, but now we're going to have date nights, you know, there's zoom date nights where we're going to either try to watch a movie together, you know, sharing a screen. We're going to try to play games together over the computer. We're going to meditate together. So we're going to start a meditation together. And with technology, like we're very lucky, you know, we knew this leave when I was leaving that we're very lucky. We have video chat. Now we text constantly every day. So we have constant communication, which is amazing. And we're blessed with that. And so I think it's, it's, in the anticipation for anybody out there, you're like, okay, we're, you're going away for a few months, whether it's for work, whether you're military, you know, whatever type of uh, partnership you have where there's a separation, I think plan for the little things. And, and then, you know, we're going to get into the tip. How do you deal with that? Because that's a whole nother, you know, topic that, that really is, uh, it's challenging. It's very challenging, especially for being apart. It's very challenging. It is. And I think because we just want to be together so much physically and it's getting out of that woe is me mentality from both ends because, you know, it's so easy to fall into that mindset of, you know, why is this happening to me? And like, oh, I never get, I never get this. And this, why, you know, it, it's just not, it's not a, what's the word? It's not like, it's not serving you that mindset. So again, it's a transition though, isn't it? Like we went from being with each other six months, 24 seven. So bit of background from my end, you know, we started dating last year, 11, 11, 19. And I flew out to LA on boxing day and we, and we had a couple of days together and I came back in January and then I came, I went back in Feb and March and then we had, we had to wait two months to see each other. But the separation then was different. It was different then because we'd had like, we're still getting to know each other. We were still like kind of exploring each other and like getting to know what we like, what we don't like. But then having six solid months with no day apart, no night apart because of the COVID and the restrictions, it's like 
then going to nothing, like he's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I will openly say the day I dropped Chris off at the airport and drove back to my home before I moved out, it was like he left the earth plane. That's how like sad I felt and that's how separated I felt from him. And it really just... I remember doing the, your favorite walk down the canal and it was like, it literally felt my heart was aching that much. Like you'd left, like you, you'd gone, like, like, I don't like to say the D word, but it's like you'd gone. And that's like a real deep way of looking at things, but that's how really intense the separation is. So as me and Chris said last night, our relationship is either like we're together and when we are together, it's harmony. It's so easy. It's loving. It's supportive. It's giving each other space, whatever we need. But then there's no middle ground. It goes to like intense of, I need you and I miss you and I want you. And I just, I can't handle this. And then we go into this, like, you know, we have this tiff, which it's our, it's our fourth one in, in just over a year. So that's how I felt. And then you go into New Zealand was like, it just, I felt I could feel the separation and that's kind of like where the 5D comes in as well, doesn't it? Because the 3D and the 5D and the integrate into 4D, there's a difference in between the three of them. Yeah, I know. And it's, I know leaving was just, it was not easy. And, and for me, I want to go back to when I arrived into the UK on May 1st and my plane was coming in, Pip was tracking me. And when I was overhead, your radio was crackling. And just totally, as I was like near you, I remember when you landed back in LA, I could tell right when you landed, because my heart like skipped a beat a few times. I was like, (gasps) I felt this surge of it. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, what? And then like two seconds later, you're like, yep, just landed. And I felt it energetically. So in the, in the twin flame relationship, this energy that we have and, and, Pip and I have really worked to harness this together, you know, spiritually grow together, have spiritual experiences together, you know, traveling to Assisi and Glastonbury. And, you know, we, we have big plans to, to travel to all these special sacred places around the planet. You know, when you build that, that relationship and that energy, I didn't anticipate, I knew I was going to miss you. I absolutely knew it. I, I was, heartbroken leaving you you know that like the night before I left I could like barely sleep I could barely even concentrate Um, but I had to get down to New Zealand and I just wish I would anticipated it better and you know like you said this 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 really intense flame that's in unison to now you have two flames that are separated wanting to come together reaching out and they're both like flickering in different directions and And so now we're learning how do we bring that together from a distance? I think that's where like the evolution of this relationship's going in the next uh, couple months. Yeah. And that article that, you know, we read and it really just made everything, you know, made sense because when we're separated as twin flames, our emotions are heightened. So we feel more, we have we're more sensitive, we're more needy, we're more, we, we we have a tendency to drop into ego more because we haven't got that, we haven't got the other half of our soul with us, you know, and that's where Chris and I have had to adapt to, you know, beginning of our relationship when we were separated, it was intense in the way of waking up at one one you know one eleven in the morning two twenty two four four four, 
And, you know, I would wake up and I would channel Chris's brother, Sean. I would channel, your, you know, Chris's guides, you know, Ethan Hawke. And that's one of like Chris's like personal things. But it, our like telepathy when we first got together was so intense because I think the universe was saying to us, this is like the real deal. You are meant to be together and I'm going to make it really intense. So you both know that even though you're on the other side of the pond, this is meant. And I think it was more for you, Chris, because maybe you were a little bit more like, how am I going to date this girl who's in Wigan? Like, how is this going to, how is this going to work? And I think that's why my gifts really flourished then. Cause it was, you know, you were my catalyst too. And now, like I spoke to you today about, the telepathy and the waking up in the night isn't as intense now because I think we've done the major growth. Now I think it is about integrating that. Now we need to like meditate together, like do more conscious things together, like the date nights on zoom, the, you know, like you said, the playing the games, because it's more than that now it's yeah the gifts are we're going to grow our gifts anyway but then as a twin flame relationship and we're not physically together we have to do the things that we love together that we've done for the last six months we love playing games together i loved beating you at monopoly every time and (laughs) (laughs) so it's 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 then you know we're in a we're in we got to know each other so now we want to do things that make us feel good as a couple so we kind of wanted to do this episode for anyone out there, you know, in a twin flame relationship, in a soulmate relationship, in whatever relationship you're in. And knowing that that other person that you're with is your greatest teacher because they're either going to be in your life forever until death do you part, or they're going to be in your life for a short period of time or, you know, whenever, whatever time they're going to be in your life, they have a lot to teach you about yourself you know, Chris has so much to teach me about myself. I have so much to teach Chris about himself. And that is the awareness. Like I want Chris to mention about the awareness of the ego as well. Like how we always say that. Yeah. No. So the genesis of this was, you know, the Pip was really missing me the first two weeks. And I I obviously was missing her, but not as intensely. I was so overwhelmed being here. I think just my circadian rhythm, being on the other side of the planet, there was some adjustment, you know, being here, uh, being in quarantine that, and then my first week out of quarantine being kind of in a COVID free or, or light country. And so I was, I was really distracted. I was really busy. And then the week last week when I didn't have all those distractions, it really hit me hard missing her intensely missing, you know, our conversations, just holding her, holding her hand, hugging her in the kitchen, cooking together, eating dinner together, going on our walks three times a day. Like I just missed it so much and it hit me so hard and Pip got really busy, you know, with her work and she had a lot of stuff to do with her house. And so I felt insecure about us. And like she said, that, that intensity. So I really dropped down in energy and then, you know, she, she wanted to travel and I didn't think it was a good time. And so we had this disagreement and I really slipped into ego. Like I really did. And, you know, I wrote out all my feelings on an email and press send, which I shouldn't have. And then that triggered her. And then she slips into ego. And for about 24 hours, we, we just don't have nice conversations. And for us, that is 
ultra rare, which is the benefit of a twin flame relationship because you, you don't have these very often, but like Pip said, like the awareness, I would like, you know, almost in tears going, you hurt me. You don't care. You don't give a shit. Da, 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 da. I know I'm an ego, but I don't care. And I still keep <laughs> typing, but at least I had the awareness to know I was an ego where in my previous relationships, I would be upset, be sad, reach out for help, go on my old defensive habits and trying to get a reaction of love, show affection or whatever. And I was doing some of that with her, but I didn't know I was an ego. At least this time, I'm like, I know I'm an ego. So after I cool down within a, a couple hours or an hour, you know, I'm still hurting. I'm still sad because we're, we're not where we need to be. But at least I knew I was an ego. And then that what that does in turn is it triggers me saying, okay, that is unhealthy. You know that's ego, that you're a spiritual being. Ego is part of the, the, the human experience. You know how to deal with this. You know how to get out of ego. And we did. We did together. And, and the next day, we both were having like a very nice conversation. And again, it, we had a dip yesterday or two days ago, but now we're back up. And now we're like clear, okay, this is what happened and this is why. And we know it's because of ego. And so that's, that's I think, what we're learning, our mirroring of each other right now with the twin flame relationship is, you know, when you do drop into ego, I think you, if you can, your first step is to be aware of it and say, aha, okay, I'm an ego. Now what do I do? And that's what we're going to talk about, I think. Yeah, and as you started talking, the lights on my TV behind came on. I don't know if you noticed it. Mm-hmm. And there's like loads of little noises going on, which is just that's just that's just our life. That's our relationship. Yeah, like just yeah, there's so much energy around us all the time. And when you're an ego, you forget that. When you're an ego, you don't look at all them amazing memories, all those synchronicities, how much the universe is around us. Like on, I think it was yesterday or Sun um, or Saturday, I remember just laughing to myself, thinking. I bet our angels and our guides are sat there like this going, what are you two doing? Like, seriously, you two, like, get bang your heads together. But on the other hand, it was teaching us both something, you know, because, you know, being together a year is is still new. It's still new. Like, we we know each other deeply. But I think from like what Chris said, it's it's getting to know each other. Like I know now when Chris drops into ego, I know his patterns. Like I knew his next move. I knew that email was coming. Like I knew. And I remember sitting there going, I knew it. I knew he'd send me an email because he went quiet. And I was like, but then I'm laughing, trying to stay in my higher self. Like, cause I'm trying to make it like fun, like in a, in a fun way, like not in like a, like I'm laughing at you way, just like a, oh, this is just going to be one of those moments where it's just going to blow over. But then when I read the email, I was like, right now, what what am I going to do about this now? And that's when like you are in that battle of of being an ego and and not being an ego. But it's knowing that, again, we are spiritual beings having a human experience and it is so normal to drop into ego. It is so normal to have those arguments with your partners and your family members and your family members are the ones who will trigger you the most that is a fact because they're the ones who are closest to you they're the ones you you dote on they're the ones you tell everything to and you spend the most time with so they're the ones that you think love you unconditionally Mm -hmm. and sometimes conditions come up and it's just to help people see the fact that when we do drop into ego we have to be able to like 
have that thoughtness, th- the, the thinking of, okay, how do I get this? How do I get this to just come out of my head and not dwell on it and not make it bigger than what it is and really nip it in the bud really quickly? So that's what Chris and I are really good at. You know, I, and the thing with me and Chris, which is really nice, is like if I'm on a real high, and he's on a low like I really try and help him come up to that energy because it's hard it's hard for low energy to bring high energy down you know we all know that so when Chris is in that low energy I really try and like set the bar high for him so he's like I really want to get to like that high energy where Pip is and vice versa when I was having that down you know a couple of weeks when he first left you know it's he he knew I was down he sent me some gorgeous flowers and he booked me in for you know a lovely session with with a lady for me so the other thing I wanted to mention was is the difficulty of not having the physical makeup. We all know when we have the fallouts, it's great to have the physical hookup, the makeup sex. So, but that that's the issue. It's like we can't have that. We don't have that that physical connection at the moment. So, how we deal with that now being separated is the date nights, you know, is is doing playing the games together. It's telling each other how much we love each other and what we love about each other and what I find sexy about you and what I find you sexy about me. And that's that's the key is, and one thing that's coming up for me at the minute is, and if you're in a relationship right now and you're finding it really difficult to move forward from an argument, I know, I know the old version of me would dwell on an argument for weeks and weeks. And I was the type of woman who would bring up an argument from 2002 on the 7th of February at 10 past 12 and I'd be like well you said this on that day and I've not forgotten about it and that was the old version of me and that real sense of ego like now is completely different Mm -hmm. you know as Chris said his past relationships he would then drop into deeper ego and deeper ego Mm -hmm. and now it's like we're aware of it the awareness of ego is so 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 important isn't it Chris that is definitely the first step. I mean, you actually have to have that awareness. And I, I know we put out the the five A's and awareness was like the thing we, we really worked on the most because once you have that awareness, then you can start taking the other steps to improve your life, improve money mindset, improve your personal relationships. Like you said, my old relationships, we'd get in an argument, we'd make up, but you knew the same thing pattern was going to repeat at some point. You knew at some point you were, and I know people are listening going, yep, that's me. That's me. And so, and so like you were going to hit that trigger point, both drop into ego, have a blowout, get all the bad resentment emotions out. And then you would reset the clock, whatever that relationship was, you know, some have been better than others. you know, in my past with Pip and I now with this awareness, now it's, it's growth as a couple. It's, it's growth with your personal selves. I mean, it starts with you. So when you have that awareness, okay, I know when Pip's an ego, or I know when, you know, like Pip was having low days and I'm like, okay. Or if she dropped into ego, I would say, Hey baby, you seem a little like you're an ego. And she would, it would dawn on her after a while and say, you're right. You're right. Instead of getting in a blowout, like, Oh no, you jerk. I'm da, 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 da. I mean, she'd recognize it, but really I don't have to say it because Pip recognizes it herself because she has the awareness. I recognize it myself. Like I said in that that email, I even put in there, I know I'm an ego. Like it's it's so ridiculous. And yet I still sent send. And now I my lesson is I really need to take a step back before I react. Um, not be reactive, realize, okay, you're dropping into ego. 
you're hurt, you're coming from a place not of love, but of hurt, you're coming from a place you're defensively striking out. That is not healthy for us. You know, we're way better than this. And you, you check yourself, you check yourself, you check yourself. So yeah, awareness is, is huge. That's huge. That's such a key, key piece of all this. Yeah. And I think if more people had awareness in that, in relationships, it would save so many marriages. <laughs> like it really mm-hmm. would, because I think people just kind of drop into ego a couple of times over like a space of like a year or two years. And then they just think I can't handle this mm-hmm. and they move on. The thing with the ego is it's meant to feel uncomfortable because it's like when you drop into ego, the ego wants to expand that. The ego wants to be satisfied with I'm right, he's wrong, I'm right, she's wrong. I'm I've, you know, I've done nothing wrong, I've nothing to apologize for, I'm not the one saying sorry. And that is a real destructive mindset because we have to be honest with each other. We have to be truthful. We have to be authentic. We have to be loving. So now it's kind of like, I just, I'm actually like not looking forward to it, but I'm actually really curious to see what happens in our next tiff to be like, do we actually just nip it in straight away? Or do we go? Cause it's sometimes the ego wants to be entertained. So like you said, you were like, literally knew you're an ego writing that email. And then you were like, I'm going to send it anyway. But then are we going to get to a point where we go, just let me just take a step back and let me just read this email. Is it going to make me feel better? Like, here's an example. What I'm about to say, is it going to make me feel better? If the answer's no, don't say it because mm-hmm. the ego's like, we'll say it because I want to, you know, because I want to get my point across and I want to know that she, I, I'm, I'm the boss in this relationship. And it's like, no, you don't yeah. need to do that. And it, it is just having the awareness and then actually just thinking, allowing yourself to sit with the emotion like being triggered is completely normal you know chris and i and our, our, our you know wayne dyer talks about it a lot he's one of our you know amazing spiritual teachers he a week before he passed and left this earth plane he <laughs> dropped into ego and he mm. was a spiritual teacher till he was 75 like it isn't about perfecting the ego. It's about just noticing that actually, yeah, I dropped into ego and we had the little tiff, but actually we learn from it next time. You know, next time it might be a shorter email and you might not press send straight away. You know, it could just be little things like that. So um, it is, and, it, and you get to know each other's patterns and you get to know each other like when I know when Chris is an ego and he knows when I'm an ego, but it's being okay and being comfortable to say, babe, you're an ego right now and you probably need some space. So I'm just going to step away from this situation. It's a mature way of looking at it. Instead of just attacking, 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 that's really like, it's like putting fuel into the ego and the ego's like, mm-hmm. yeah, give me more of this. Give me more of this. So we just wanted to do this episode from both angles and talk about how like ego in relationships is, is huge. It really is. huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah, our next tip, I'm like, okay, that's in three months. And that means, you know, you should be on your way to New Zealand. And we're probably gonna be arguing about which flight you will take. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll have my opinions. No, you're right. And it's, it's having that awareness. And then, you know, and, and, and I think the challenge for people that are going to want to work on their ego, and they should, you know, Eckhart Tolle is another big one talked about. I think he's probably the only human on earth that I would know of that probably rarely, if ever, drops into ego. I've listened to him talk, I've read his books. 
he is as close to Christ-like consciousness as, as I've found uh, in a spiritual teacher. You know, so it's the New Earth, right? I think that's his book. He's, he's well worth the read and listen to. Wayne, it's funny because Pip and I laugh because we love Wayne Dyer. We love him. We love him. We watched The Shift numerous times. I think, you know, we said, well, that's probably what we're going to watch on Zoom is watch The Shift together. And we watched it already like five times together, but we'll just watch it again. When he said that, I dropped into Ego last week in a restaurant because I was upset the way they prepared my food. And it, he checked himself. And I'm like, this is the great Wayne Dyer doing this. So everybody on this planet has ego. Everybody in this, on this planet work, you know, has triggers and things that will bring ego out. I think the trick is you got to work on yourself first before you can affect your partner. And I'm very blessed that I have a very patient and loving partner who helped start me down this path. And, and now we're helping each other evolve. So anybody listening that, that wants to either improve personal relationships, work relationships, like everybody has the, those colleagues at work that they just can't stand, you know, and you're just like, ah, and every time you're judgmental and they trigger you and, you know, your work suffering. Again, that's your ego at play. So when you can learn, oh, it's ego. Okay, man, go away. You know, and you shut that voice down. You learn how to shut that voice down. You push it aside. You're like, okay, whatever. You know, you're having a bad day. I think, what is it, Pip, on, on, when we're driving and, and somebody just zips by us going crazy? And I, I laugh now because I used to be like, oh, my God, you're going to kill somebody and get really angry. I just tell Pip, I'm like, they probably have diarrhea or something. They really have to use the potty. Not to be crude, but that's what I think now. I'm like, okay, go. I understand. I've been there. You know, my stomach was upset or whatever. I get it. That is how you learn to retrain your ego. And then when you do have a tiff like we did, we're able to identify it, apologize, come together, whether we're remote right now, but if we were physical, we would have been over like easily that, that evening and say, okay, we got some ego work to do. I've got some triggers I got to work on. What is it teaching me? What inside me still needs to heal? So I become that. I try to get as close to Christ-like consciousness as I can, because that's the ultimate goal. You know, when you start oh, down is. this okay. path of spirituality, yeah. It really is. And again, like I mentioned on the masterclass I've just done for my group is that's one of the goals that I'm working towards is to not be affected. Like I want nothing and no one to affect my behavior or energy. Like imagine how much of a calm and just free life that would feel like like going about your day day by day not not having to worry about someone triggering you like because you're in the 5d and you can go into that 5d like that because again like ego's 3d you know ego is the 3d and like again like chris said we're here to explore the 3d we're here to be human we're here to have ego we're here to feel fear sadness anger all these things but really, like, we have the choice after that to, you know, do we want to entertain that? Do we want to just be in that low vibrational as, like, you know, Eckhart Tolle and Abraham Hicks, they have that emotional scale. And it's just about increasing that scale day by day. So we wanted to just dedicate this episode to Chris and I and our relationship and our little tiff and how it's all over now and just wanted to kind of just put it out there to everybody because again you know we are in this amazing relationship and it's the amazing love story and people love our relationship but we have to be real and have like we have our tiffs every now and then which is normal 
is normal. So I am going to leave it there. Is there anything else that you want to chat about, Chris? No, no. I think, you know, we document this journey that we're going through and the growth that it is spurred in us because leaving England or the UK, I knew spiritually, I still had, you know, it's, it's a life lifelong commitment, even though I know from 11, 10, 19, who I was then, because the, the next day is like really where we started this journey together. The person I was then is long gone, long yeah. gone. And, and I told this to Pip, the person she left LA in March is long gone. The man that landed in London on May 1st is long gone because I have spiritually evolved. The man that she left on 14th November, London again, yeah, he's gone, you know, because we keep spiritually evolving together as a, as a couple and as an individual, you know, it's, it, it is about us and me and Pip, but it's also about Chris and it's also about Pippa. So yeah. my last comment is just, you know, work on yourself and you will influence your partner. So anyways. Yeah, it is. And it's about it. what it's about working on yourself guys. And you know, every relationship will have its ups, have its downs, but it's working through those and it's work. It's actually looking at yourself and going, what is this teaching me about myself? Taking ownership of that and thinking, okay, well, this person is teaching, you know, teaching something and helping me through something. So have compassion for yourself as well. You know, we are just, on this journey, learning every single day, changing every single day. And the the message today was this too shall pass. So I knew that when we had the tiff that after a few days, it would blow over. And I had faith in that. I always did. So anyone listening that is, you know, currently feeling down in their relationship is kind of a bit lost and they feel like, you know, well, where do I go from here is just to look after who you are but then like Chris said it's about both of you at the same time and you know giving each other what you need and giving yourself what you need as well so we just wanted to kind of talk about that today triggers and twin flame relationships but thank you so much Chris and I miss you so much and I miss you too babe we're, we're going to be reunited very soon I know yeah. <laughs> thank you so much guys for listening thank you so much for being on Chris and yeah we're going to chat after this anyway so yeah any questions after this please let us know any twin flames out there that are like I need your help I want to speak yeah. to you both just reach out to us both we're both coaches you know so we can help you through those things and yeah tag us with your greatest takeaway tag us with your biggest tiff that you've had with your partner we'd love to hear your stories and um, wherever you are in the world from both of us good night from me good morning from chris and good day <laughs>